0: Welcome to the Encounter YA podcast, helping young adults follow Jesus. Here are your hosts, Garrett Kars and Annika
1: Carter. Today on the podcast, we walk through practical definitions and steps that we as Christians are called to take in order to seek forgiveness with others. Hear about our own struggles and experiences with forgiveness and even gain some tools that you can take into your own life. To pursue reconciliation.
0: Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we are going to talk about forgiveness, which, of course, you know is kind of like a—I don't know—it's always talked about, but I feel like everyone still struggles. I feel like it's kind yeah. of like one of those things where it's like people are like, "Okay, we get it," but also you sometimes don't do we it. don't do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's kind of like, "Okay, well then, I guess we're going to keep talking about it." Um, so. In today's episode, we're going to talk kind of about forgiveness in two different ways. So we're going to talk about both seeking forgiveness from other people and then also forgiving others. So not just, you know, when people hurt us, how do we forgive them? But also when we hurt others, how do we seek to reconcile and um, work through forgiveness with that person? So um, that's kind of the dynamic and, and the layout of today's episode. And there's just a lot of like practical and... um like tangible steps, I feel like, in this. And so, t- for me, that helps me process forgiveness a lot. So, hopefully, even if you've listened to 50 episodes on forgiveness, then maybe you'll find something in today's episode that you haven't heard before or that just really clicks with you in a different way. That's kind of our hope. So, first things first, we're going to start off with um, seeking forgiveness from others. So, um I'm going to read a passage really quick and then we'll kind of dive in. So Matthew 5, 23 through 24 is, therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there, remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. So like I said, we don't really spend a lot of time here um, in this seeking forgiveness from others, but it's super important. And um, I feel like the more that I'm honest about the ways that I need to be forgiven, the easier it is for me than to forgive others. Um, And I'm more like open to that concept because I see my own depravity and my own (laughs) sinning. And so, um, you know, Jesus is talking here. Like, if you know that you have sinned against someone else and you need to seek reconciliation, go now, like, don't wait later. Um, Do it now before you come and worship me, before you come and spend time like here um, and offer me anything you first need to go offer that to someone else offer forgiveness and so that's kind of what we're going to focus on today i don't know if you guys have this is like side tangent but it, i don't know if you guys have watched the most recent uh season of chosen um i'm gonna sound like pastor brant for a second I'm like, have you guys seen the chosen guys <laughs> <'Cause- laughs> but seriously the most recent season actually um jesus gives like the sermon on the mount and part of it when he's talking about forgiveness so Matthew in like the series, you know, he has like a, like a difficult relationship with his parents. And so estranged, there we go, yeah. relationship with um his parents. And so Jesus is delivering the Sermon on the Mount and Matthew like immediately after is like, okay, what am I doing? And like immediately goes and seeks his parents and then they like mm. reconcile and his parents happen to have been at the Sermon on the Mount and it's like this whole beautiful thing, but. Anyways, if you just watch ruined it, it, ruined it <laughs> I'm <everybody>. all spoiler <laughs> if you didn't know. Um, but it's a great, like, I felt like that was just a great representation of like people seeking reconciliation with one mm. another and like Jesus's urgency behind that. Um, because we read this passage and like I feel like it's very important that we heed like his importance and his tone of this. Like, this is very important. Like, he's saying, before you even come and offer me anything, right. you need to go and be reconciled. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think he's just prioritizing forgiveness for us. Yes. because I think a lot of it is is like I I, I think really this is very controversial. <laughs> in in that time, literally, don't make a sacrifice yeah. to me. That's not go. Nuts. You know, like just the the I imagine just the listeners in the audience going like, wait a minute, wait, what did he just say? Yeah, like w- we don't need forgiveness for our sins before we reconcile. With, with our, other people. Other people. Yeah. Like just the priority of that, I think is is really important. And I think it's important for us to understand too. Um, you know, we can go to church service and we can worship God and we can raise our hand and we can do all the things, take communion, do all that stuff. But right here, he's saying, Hey, it's okay. Like you be reconciled to these people yes. before you come into the place of worship. And yeah. so I I'm always um just in awe of this passage and and I love. Love serving them so. And everybody no, yep. No way. Anyways,
0: so um, kind of just to hit on the practicality of this, um, you know, we're gonna talk kind of about like how do you make steps to reconcile with other yeah. people, and give you a little bit more tangible um ways to apply the word of God instead of feeling like right. you are kind of just like, yeah, okay, I'm supposed to go in exactly. like yeah, drop and everything think, and leave the church. I think that
1: <laughs> that that one that's one of the disservices like messages on forgiveness can yes. have is like. Hey, just go forgive somebody, yes. and you're like, "What? Okay." And then it's like, "Wait a minute, what do I do? How do I do this?" And so that's that's the hope for today's podcast is that we can give just really tangible steps. So definitely, the first thing we want to say is that we need to view ourselves as the one who sinned against someone. So, um, I think a lot of times. Um, this is really hard because it, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of humility, right? It takes a lot of humility for us, one, to admit that we messed up, that we did sin. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I think it's weird um that basically we, we ha I don't know how many of us have actually verbalized like I've sinned against you and I'm sorry, you know, yeah. like out loud said, Hey, I'm really sorry that I sinned against you. Yeah. You know, like a lot of us we may say, like, hey, I hurt you. Yeah. Or we try to navigate it. Or mm-hmm. one of the things we also do is we minimize it, right? So yeah. we're trying to, and I think that's why we say like, hey, I hurt you. Right. Or like, hey, did I hurt you? <laughs> like mm-hmm. we even ask them like, did I do this? Did I do this? And full well, you know, like we right. try to minimize it in a way that doesn't actually, I think, doesn't actually lead to a deep place of forgiveness and Definitely, reconciliation yeah. with other people. So um, so that's the first step, just that step of humility, realizing. Um, that we did we did sin against someone. And then I also think that we need to ask God for a desire to bring peace in the relationship as far as it depends on you. And we're gonna talk about this verse here in a little bit. And I think it's really, and um, um, that's a really good thing. We'll go yeah. a little bit deeper in, into that. Um, basically that we're supposed to live with at, at peace with everyone, right? Yeah. And so there are times where um, I think when we approach somebody else, And we say, hey, I'm sorry, I've sinned against you. Um, And the the thing that I just had just had this conversation um, with somebody um, the other day, and basically I was like, hey, you're not in charge of their response. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. You are in charge of yourself. Like you have to own yourself and what you've done. Mm -hmm. And when you come to somebody, you don't know what how they're gonna respond. Now, I know for me, when I've come to people and I said, Hey, I've sinned against you, or I've tried to reconcile a relationship or or whatever, right. I've had both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And I've had to keep that in mind um because that that thing in mind is because I think a lot of times when I go into a situation, I try to play out all the the yeah. all the avenues that it could go. Mm-hmm. And and probably none of them ever happen. But I think just keeping that in mind, like hey, like I'm in charge of my obedience my right. and Jesus says that I have to be the one first go be reconciled right so we have to take the initiative to do those things and we have to be willing to go all the way right yeah. all the way to that person the other thing we're going to talk about I think which is really important is to confess in God uh, to confess to God in prayer those sins that you've committed against them and ask for Ask for his forgiveness as well. So I think it's it's kind of a two part thing. One, you're reconciling a relationship with God because if you sin, mm-hmm. um, yep. then uh, that I don't want to get into like too deep of theology um, mm-hmm. because I think that I think a lot of times when we sin, it's actually us who separates us from God. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't want to.
0: Mm-hmm. We're the
1: one who's like. <laughs> he's holy, probably don't want me to talk to him right now, even though I need to confess my sin. But I think a lot of times sin hardens our hearts towards God. And that's the reason we don't want to reconcile with God. And so just making sure we're aware of that. And and this is an important step as well.
0: Yeah. So the last couple um, steps for reconciliation is to keep the goal in mind. This kind of goes with like the asking um, to desire to bring peace. Um, Keep the goal in mind that this is your opportunity to take responsibility for your sin. Um, It's not your opportunity to make the other person aware of their sin. Um, So why are you – I always tell people like when you um, are seeking forgiveness or reconciliation with someone, um, you know, don't go when you're still angry and like coming at it from a a point of view of like I'm going to go apologize for what I did, but they better apologize for what they did too because – like you said, you never know what that other person is gonna say, and you have to be you know going because you desire to, as far as it depends on you, make peace and that is what you're going to do. You're going to apologize for your sins against that person. you're not going to bring their sins to the table and say, "I'm sorry, I sinned against you, but also you did this, 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 and this, like where's your apology
1: yeah, yeah. you your sin doesn't justify or their sin doesn't justify your sin that's right, and yeah. that
0: is so i'm like not so not saying that as like a You know, that's such a simple task. yes. We get that, like, that is hard, especially as humans. Like, we want to defend and react. And that is, you know, something that God's asking you to put your humility on the table instead of your pride. And he's just asking you to make peace as far as it depends on you. Yep. And take that responsibility. So the next step is saying, like, just I'm sorry is an incomplete approach so we want to offer you a more full complete approach which is um you know i'm sorry will you forgive me for xyz whatever sin that you committed against that person um the reasoning behind this is like saying you know i'm sorry is just a statement of your feeling which isn't a bad statement in general but it's just you know you feel sorry for what you did but it doesn't invite like a response from the other person back you're just saying i'm sorry I feel sorry. Um, If you're saying, I'm sorry, will you forgive me for this? It opens the door for them to then meet you in that reconciliation. They may not take it, but it opens the door for them to also like, you know, have the moment where they're like, okay, they did do this against me. Like, yes, I do forgive them for committing this sin against me instead of just a blanket statement. I'm sorry I did that. And then you just move on. There's an actual like action on both ends of the party, which is reconciliation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I just want to mention this, and I don't know. I one of my mentors told me a while ago is like, hey, you don't have to be best friends with everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think I I think I took it personally a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, like insert Michael Jordan meme. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, but I, cause I do like, I have this desire to be best friends with everybody And, and I don't know why it's probably like being a people pleaser or whatever that looks like. But I think a lot of times that when that comes into, like, you are not, you're not capable of being best friends with everybody, but you are, you are capable of living in peace with everyone. That's right. Yeah. And so just reminding yourself like, Hey, I, I need to reconcile this relationship. What that reconciliation looks like might be different in. Case by case. Yes. Case Mm -hmm. by case basis. It might be whatever that looks like. Just keep that in mind as well. And so I think when we're trying to that process of reconciliation, just keeping that in mind, just like having our expectations at an attainable level is something that's really good as well. So we kind of wanted to transition over to um, forgiving other people. Right. And I don't know which one's harder, to be honest. Yeah, (laughs) I don't. I think. Yeah, It doesn't matter, we're not going to argue. They're both hard, anyway. So, we wanted to read. <laughs> no, let's argue. <laughs> yeah, no, we, I mean, the nervous laughter. The
0: <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna lose. Yeah, I I'm do. all, I love it. Let's do it. No.
1: Yeah, I think it's hard. I personally think, um, I think forgiving other people is harder personally, but um, but I'm just a humble guy. I it's harder for to me to now. ask
0: for forgiveness because I, I don't want to admit you're it's, wrong. Yep, I really, I really have a hard time sure. being like, your sins were worse against me, yeah. so like, bet. You forgive first, buddy, right. yeah. or you ask for forgiveness first?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely that's, that's definitely in that's the Bible. my downfall. Yeah. So <laughs> no, yeah, I think anyway. So, um, Annika's right; I'm wrong. It's it's what <laughs> it is. What it is. But um, Hebrews, we wanted to start this with Hebrews 12, and we've kind of mentioned this before. But Hebrews 12, 14, and 15 says, "Make every effort to live in peace with everyone, and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace." Sorry, short of the grace of God, and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. So, this is kind of the we've kind of been mentioning this passage a little bit throughout this whole whole podcast. And I think this is really like kind of the banner. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of forgiveness in the Bible, but this is really kind of a banner of that. Hey, forgiveness, reconciliation. When we are unforgiving, we're maintaining a judgment against the offender. And expecting them to someday, someday repay the debt owed, right? So we're holding whatever sin they send against us, we're kind of holding it above their head, saying they're gonna pay, they're gonna get paid back for this, right? And this is often why we remain in unforgiveness, right? So, however, unforgiveness um, is not denying or suppressing other people's sins against us, and it's not forgetting the sin or wrong. Done against you. And I think this is something that's really important. Yeah. Cause you heard this phrase like forgive and forget, mm-hmm. right? Oh, th- that is so hard. And um that's God's job. So yeah, <laughs> um, we'll talk about yes. that a little bit. But. So um, but I think that's something that's really important um as well. And so um Isaiah 43 25 says God does not choose to not remember or to call mi- call to mind our sin anymore. And are we, we willing to do the same for others? And there's a subtle difference, but huge in how we forgive others and how God sees uh, forgiveness towards us. right? So um, I think this is really important. and I think there's some there's some passages in Scripture that say, hey, like if you don't forgive someone else, God's not going to forgive you and right. just understanding like it's because we know we've been forgiven that we forgive other people. Um, and so one, one thing I did want to mention here, um, uh, before we kind of move on to a couple more things is that I think that, um, I was almost on the opposite spectrum of forgiving other people where I feel like I was quick. I actually use forgiveness as a tool to, uh, sweep my feelings under the rug. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So basically it was like, i uh, she called me out for avoiding conflict. I hate conflict. I avoid it, like the plague. I literally hate it. I hate it so much. I don't, there's nothing, <laughs> almost nothing much more. I hate other than sin. Uh <laughs> I than <appreciate>. conflict. <laughs> I just had to say that. I, I feel like I had to say that. Um, yeah. But, and so I feel like I, there's moments where I, I can remember these stories, especially early on in our marriage where I just be like, I forgive you. And it was a way to, I would literally just say those words out loud. I didn't process any of my emotions. I didn't process any of my feelings. I didn't, and I would, I just really didn't process any of it. And so I just like kind of sweep it under the rug of forgiveness. Right. And then I'd move on. Well, then all of a sudden, six months later, I'm, I'm kind of like blowing up because of something. And then i would be like, do you remember when blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, wait a minute. I thought you forgave me for that. Right. right. And so, and so. I, that's not what we're talking about when we're talking about forgive like and forgetting mm-hmm. but w- we can't use um forgiveness as a tool to sweep it under the rug forgiveness is a tool to reconcile a relationship with right. others yep. and so it doesn't um forgiving someone doesn't necessarily equal trust um because I think renewed trust does take time now, mm-hmm. like it does take time um and so those be- those people they often have to I, I don't want to say i mean the word prove it is kind of I don't know. I,
0: th- I like the word display. Like yeah. Display. Yeah. yeah. Display. They have the opportunity to display the trust right. that they. Exactly. They yeah. Get.
1: And I think that's kind of what I was mentioning when I said, like, everybody doesn't have to be your best friend. Yeah. You know, um, you don't have to be best friends all the time. Yep. Um, And so there's levels of that trust. I think that they're just going to be times and, and places where people, they're just going to have to earn their trust back with you. And that's OK. I think that's OK and healthy boundary mm-hmm. um, for them and And I think the other thing that I wanted to mention is that forgiveness um it's okay if it takes time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i think I think there I've had some pretty heated arguments with people who who are well they love- they love god they and we just disagree about this, but they would be like, you have to forgive instantly mm. and and I because of my situation, I say no, because if I, that's the way I viewed forgiveness is like, i have to forgive instantly. I, mm-hmm. And I just rushed through it. And then I didn't actually forgive. Like yeah. I didn't do the, the process. The bitterness was still there. Yes. I didn't right. actually do the process of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's one of those things that it's okay. Like there are moments where like, even in my relationship with Ty, I'd be like, hey, do you forgive me? And her answer would be not yet. Mm-hmm right and so and maybe some people are thinking like oh that's so unbiblical but for her jake
0: and i have done that
1: it's for her it's one of those things that it's like it it is gonna take time and she wants to process through the emotions she wants to think it through and she actually wants to forgive me not just say hey i forgive you and then try to try to you know like harden her heart on on other things for
0: me i always like if it's If it's something more intense, like I have to forgive you with God and then I like come to you and forgive you yeah, because like I need that time in prayer with God to be like, God, like help me, strengthen me to forgive them for this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the last thing that we wanted to mention is that I think it is important to verbally tell somebody that you've forgiven them. Right. So we kind of mentioned this just recently. And so even, and especially in friendships and and deep relationships, I think it's really important that you have told them. Um, especially if they've come to you and asked for forgiveness yep. and, and you haven't done that process of saying, I forgive you. Yeah. Um, if you do need time, if you, it does take time like that, then you make sure whenever it, yeah. that forgiveness process happens, you go back and you verbally yeah. tell them because it's that release, yeah. right? It's like, Hey, I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I won't be calling and this then, to mind anymore. Right. Exactly. Like, Hey, thank you. I processed it. And we can move forward. Something
0: that I think is important is like when I first really started implementing like this kind of process of forgiveness, it was like almost not bitter, but like strange coming out of my mouth to be like, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. Because I was so used to just being like, It's okay. Right. I just would always say, It's okay. It's okay, like it's whatever. And I would just like move on. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're not forgiving them if it's just okay. Like it would be I that would that's basically me saying it's okay is me saying like I'm not angry about it anymore, but I also really haven't forgiven you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's still kind of there. And like I'm still gonna remember um this interaction. And so like to me verbally saying out loud, like I forgive you, that like it felt strange in the beginning, which is so weird, but I think it really made me realize how little I ever said, I forgive you. Yeah. It made me just realize how much I always was like, it's okay, and just wanted to brush it off.
1: Sure. Yeah, Yeah, that's really good. So I'm going to move on to talk about what forgiveness is. Um, And so forgiveness is the work of God, Um, often the depth of emotional hurt, and pain can make forgiveness seem impossible. And so I think this comes with it. I think there are so many people who have been hurt so deeply, um, way deeper than I've ever been hurt. And it's amazing to see um God work in their hearts, especially mm-hmm. I remember hearing this story of of a woman who um her husband had cheated on her. And all of her friends were saying, like, you need to divorce him. Mm-hmm. Like you need to divorce him. Get like leave. Get mm-hmm. out of here. Like this is dumb. Like why are you even thinking about staying with him, you mm-hmm. know? And which is really interesting. They're all our church friends. And so, um, and she said she began to pray and just felt like God was asking her to forgive him. Mm-hmm. And um, she's on a podcast I was listening to, and she said they asked her like, Well, why did you choose to like forgive? And she said that as she was praying about it, she was thinking about her kids, and um she wondered how how they could um they could ever consider that God forgave them for their sins against him if she she couldn't forgive their dad for cheating on her and so I just think I think about all of those offenses that that have caused deep hurt Mm -hmm. um, and those things. And just remembering the depth of that, Mm -hmm. um, but also just remembering that we serve a forgiving God Mm -hmm. and the things that we've done to, to hurt him, to sin against him are, are great depth. Right. And so just remembering, remembering those. Another
0: like good example of that, if of on our podcast was when we interviewed David Yardall the first time and he gave his testimony and spoke about forgiving his dad. Um, like in a moment, was yeah. like we like you know need to forgive him now and like processed through forgiveness of something that was like you know years of hurt and yeah. pain and like severe deep hurt. And so, if you're interested to in that, you yeah. could go listen to his episode. Yeah. And he talks about it. In That'd there.
1: be great. So, uh, forgiveness is also releasing an offender from your wrath and or bitterness, which they may deserve. Right, they may deserve those those things. They may it may be worth it saying like it's okay to be angry. As us, we're releasing that, right? And so um, it means that we're giving the offender mercy as Christ has given us mercy instead of the wrath that we should be sitting under and that Christ took for us on the cross. And then forgiveness is also a command from God, right? It's not an option, right? The forgiven must forgive. That's right. The parable of the unmerciful servant in Matthew 18. Um, specifically in verse thirty-three, it says, "Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow fellow servant, just as I had had on you?" And so I think just remembering, like, this is not an option, right? This is the way that Christians live, no matter how hard. And and I just think of like what a great example for the world who's watching us to see the forgiveness of God that we should be able to forgive Mm -hmm. each other.
0: And it's also like, again, goes back to the very first thing we said that forgiveness is, it's the work of God. Cause like a lot of those super deep things, like we're not, you know, (laughs) honestly it's quite impossible. Like it is the work of God in our hearts to make us forgiving towards people. Yeah. So the next thing that forgiveness is, is it's a decision of the will. Um, It's So it's not just strictly based on your emotions or feelings. and then it's also a commitment to God and the offender. I love looking at forgiveness as a commitment. I think that helps me um, not bring it up continuously. Um, but it's a commitment to not bring up the transgression repeatedly um, unless it is, you know, to help someone see a blind spot. Like a, there are specific cases, right? But in general, you're not going to, like Garrett was talking about earlier, it's like if he hasn't forgiven Tal for something and then he's like, well, you did this. And she's like, well, I thought you forgave me you know it's that kind of a moment so it's a commitment to not do that it's also a commitment um to not bring it up to other people just for the name of venting um and then it's also a commitment to not dwell on it yourself so all around like that right it's this commitment to to not like sit and basically meditate on how someone has hurt you um you're not giving that um space in your mind and like constant attention attention but you're going to um instead you're committing to forgive that person you're committing to set your things to set your mind on the things of god instead um and then also continuing on so forgiveness is a repeated act so we kind of talked about this like um we forgive until we've truly forgiven yeah. um my like just favorite i talked about this in the um relationship with your parents episode with marissa but we talked about how one of my mentors she i just loved the way she laid this out because um she talked about how like her relationship with her dad is like super difficult and she's like when i started forgiving my dad she's like i actually had to like forgive my dad for like every single thing not just like god i forgive my dad for being like a bad dad you know Mm -hmm. but she was like i just pictured it like a big giant chain link and she's like, and I was just every single memory that I could count was a link. And I'm forgiving him for this. 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 And she's like, and each time we see each other too, it's like if he continues to sin against me, then I forgive him for that. I don't just forgive my dad and then I'm done, right? But it's this constant um, act to actually forgive people continuously. So finally, forgiveness is... Reconciling our relationship with God and confessing our sins of unforgiveness. So, I love the second part of this because um, we kind of talked about the first half. So, I'm going to just kind of focus on the um, confessing our sin of unforgiveness. If it's something that has been festering, like it's super important to realize, like, unforgiveness is a sin. And I'm going to sit here and confess to God, like, I've been unforgiving. Like, strengthen me, Lord, so I can forgive this person. Um, so, it's a heart posture of obedience to God. And it's also so honoring to the image the image of God and the person that you're sinning against or holding that sin against too. So um, that's kind of all of our kind of focus here on what forgiveness is. I feel like that's just like a great, we maybe should have done this at the beginning, but it's a great like, um, you know, kind of lays out what forgiveness really is in, in a tangible, more structured way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as we wrap up, we wanted to just cover a couple things here. So forgiveness happens whether the other person asks for forgiveness or not. Right. So if Annika sins against me and she never asks, say, I'm sorry, I've sinned against you. I still have to forgive. Right. So just, it's a hard work between you and God, not a transaction between you and the other person. So even, um, I don't know. I think it's just very important for you to maintain great relationships with other people and not allow your mind to change about that person. I think be able to view them in a way that's honoring to them, the way that God sees them.
0: Mm-hmm. You have
1: to work through forgiveness, even yeah. if they never even mention. I think some of the times when people sin against us, they have no idea, yeah. right? They have no clue. And so, um, and then how to forgive, right? So ask God to reveal the offenses of others to you, right? So, um, as you're sitting down there, there might be things that just pop into your mind and you need to, and God reveals those to you. And so, um, as you do this, like, listen to God's response and write it down. Like, I think it's really good for you to write things down and then forgive them and pray before God. Um, and sometimes you might need to write that forgiveness prayer out. I think that's really, Mm -hmm. um, really helpful. Or you can ask somebody else to pray with you if needed. So like, if it's really deep and you need somebody else to lead you through that prayer, like, I think that's a really good really good thing as well and then be specific so specific forgiveness brings specific freedom right so kind of like you said marissa had those i was talking about
0: the the yeah. that podcast so mm-hmm.
1: just those specific things i think it's really important that uh, you work through the process of all of those things because there there will be moments where other things will come up and be like I forgive them for that I forgive them for that and just being making sure it's not just this blanket statement like I forgive them for everything right and then I don't it doesn't really work it that way just so it just doesn't. doesn't work that way so I think <laughs> I've tried it I probably yeah and and it's but it's okay so like and it's a process that's what it I is. really want yeah. people to understand like this is gonna be really hard, especially if you've never done this or taken steps or done these things, just saying, Hey, I forgive you for this. And that's why I think for me, at least writing things down and even just like crossing, I I like to blot things out, like, like really blackened. I think that's okay. Like, totally for, you know working through forgiveness like yep. hey I forgive him for this pop wow, it's completely dark can't yeah. even see it anymore yep. like how, and that's really where that that earned you really internalizing your processing doing yes. those things right. and so i but just start somewhere right just start somewhere don't do blanket statements of, of forgiveness um i don't, don't want to say don't but i think it's okay to start the process but when those specific sins come to mind making sure you're specific about your
0: forgiveness yeah totally and honestly too like Our like personal processing and brains like work better to see like, okay, I am forgiving that person for this, these things. It's way easier to see um, same thing with like prayer, like praying specifically. You can see God moving because you're asking this specific thing. You then see him fulfill that instead of these um, not never, but like grandiose statements. And then we're like, I just can't tell if God's there, you know, so um, it's hard to really kind of put our finger on our own ability to forgive. And so, like, if we're specific, then we can see, like, okay, I I actually can feel in my heart, like, I don't have bitterness towards that circumstance anymore. Like, that's great. Then, like, you can put our finger on and, like, kind of monitor mm-hmm. the process that God is working mm-hmm. in us to forgive. Yeah. So, last thing is, um, I actually have some memory joggers that are basically lists of ways that we perhaps like need to ask for forgiveness, ways that we've sinned against other people, and then also a list for um, ways that we need to forgive others. And this is like kind of what we were talking about, like, you know, how to forgive, like how to really sit down, this is it. Like this, these sheets are super helpful just to actually spark your memory. I remember the first time I ever did like any forgiveness work, (sighs) I literally sat down and I wrote like two things and I was like, I'm perfect, I'm fine, I forgive people, Like, uh, it's no big deal. Boy, done. Like, amazing. And then um, the next time I really did it, I marked, like... All of them. Almost all of them. Yeah. (laughs) So um, these memory joggers are just really helpful to kind of actually help you process the things that you need to forgive people for, like, ways that we actually do sin against other people. So it's just a great way to really walk through it. Um, If you need to walk through it, like, you know, it's not like, okay the kind of the way they're structured is not like I'm just gonna sit down and like, you know, just read the list. But you know, pick a person, like if it's a friend or like a past relationship or, you know, a parent, and then like walk down the list thinking of that person, yeah. um, or thinking of yourself and walk through that. And it just talks about a like a plethora of ways that we can send. Um, so it's super helpful. So if you again need to walk through that with someone, like if you have super deep hurts from um someone and you need to walk through that with someone, please reach out to us, reach out to a mentor and then walk through that list together because it can be really quite heavy um to do and it's, you know, it's heavy work honestly. Um so if you need that, please do that, but I'll list those in the show notes if you guys want them. You can look at the PDFs um and they're just they're just an amazing tool to be honest, like not to like harp on it too much longer because i know you probably annoyed me but like it's to me that is the most helpful thing with forgiveness because it is so tangible it's so right there in front of my eyes and i can really work on it with god and yeah. feel like um i'm taking action and responsibility to really work towards forgiveness and i'm seeking reconciliation this is my purposeful walk towards reconciliation so um please take a look at those <laughs> As I just ranted about them for 20 minutes. So finally, we want to leave you just with one last passage um, that I think is, you know, kind of a a call to action um, to seek reconciliation. So that's Ephesians 4, verses 30 through 32. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you are sealed on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to check out the resources in our show notes, and we hope that you'll join us again for our next episode.